Welcome to our special NRF edition of the OmniTalk Spotlight series, Chris. The series that <laughs> highlights the companies, the people, and the technologies that are shaping the future of retail. Shaping. Yes. I am your host, Ann Mazinga. And I am Chris Walton. And we are the founders of OmniTalk. Today's podcast is brought to you in partnership with our sponsors, Cleveron, Scandit, and Firework. And today, we are very pleased to bring you this very special guest, someone that we talked about recently on our Fast Five for their recent rollout with Albertsons. Yes, we did. Chris, I am talking about none other than Firework. I want to burst out into Katy Perry's song right, right now. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite songs. Uh, and with us today is their president and chief business officer, Jason Holland. Jason, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing well. We're doing well. It's great to have you, man. We've been talking about this for a while. I think it's been in the works for about three or four months leading up to NRF. So let's get, let's, you know, Jason, let's get right to it. Like, let's start with the obvious question. What is Firework for those listening and how did it come to be? Uh, happy to take that one from the top. Um, uh, <laughs> Firework has, you know, been around as a business for about three years. And uh, okay. our goal is to, you know, sit at the forefront of digital transformation by enabling digital consumer connectivity for retailers, direct-to-consumer brands, CPGs, their agencies and media buying companies to control and, and connect with consumers directly from their website. And, you know, as we think about where we're headed from the standpoint of younger shoppers and uh, engagement and conversion relative to a mobile first world, um, we believe that bringing those experiences through the lens of short video, shoppable video and live stream and being able to deploy those technologies and capabilities seamlessly from an owned and operated asset from your site and then connecting the entire global open web will will be what the future of, of retail and transaction looks like. So the company has been around, as I said, for about three years. Um, we started with a short video web stories technology that is okay. a vertical, full screen, swipeable, tappable, mobile first video. So think Instagram stories, et cetera, except mm-hmm. deployed on an owned and operated asset, whether you're okay. a publisher, a retailer, a CPG, et cetera. Um, uh, we knew in, in the two gentlemen that founded our business, I should probably give them a shout out. Their names are Jerry Luke and Vincent Yang. Jerry is the, um, uh, creator of LinkedIn mobile, um, uh, worked oh, wow. directly with Reed Hoffman and had a super successful career with LinkedIn was through, was with them through their IPO and is a serial entrepreneur in his own right. Okay. Vincent, um, after doing his MBA at Stanford was seven years in private equity with Summit and JP Morgan before founding the world's largest um, uh, B2B data and analytics company, which is called Everstring. And he was the chairman of that business until it was acquired by ZoomInfo. So both wildly smart. Yeah, um, some yeah, heavy guys. hitters there in yeah, terms of that background. background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and to kind of round that group out, um, I would say, you know, as we overlaid the shoppable video in live stream tech in the middle portion of last year, and we knew we wanted to build significantly on top of the web stories so that we could prove out click-through engagement, video session lengths, conversion, et cetera. The architect behind all of our shoppable video and live stream is a gentleman named Rick Zhang. And Rick is the founder and creator of Taobao Live. Um, uh, and Whoa. the technology that powers all of the live stream conversion for Alibaba. Um, so Jesus. we're incredibly fortunate to have those folks um, behind the engineering and tech that Fireworks got. Yeah, yeah I'll say it's that's, quite the three legs of the stool. Yeah, there's a roster and, there and, that I yeah. think, um, you know, it's funny because I was just going to ask you, Jason, like, 
when I think of what you're doing, you, you explained so eloquently kind of what firework can offer, but what, what if these retailers and brands, like what, what state are they when they come to? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, it, it's, I would say certainly a, a phase of discovery in that, okay. you know, the, I think the initial reaction by most retailers and brands is to intuitively test within the walled gardens and social apps. The, the challenge is that from what we've seen, and I think more important from what they've seen, mm-hmm. digital consumer engagement is often really low from a live stream right. perspective when you run within one of those ecosystems. And conversion isn't great either because you don't have the intent. If you think about the fact that in Western markets outside of China, 97% of digital consumer transaction takes place not in an app, but on the retailer or the direct consumer brand's website. I, I want to hear more about that, Jason. I want to double click into that a little bit because I remember back from my days heading up um, home furnishings for e-commerce at Target. You know, I would get bombarded all the time with like, oh, let's do VR on the website. Let's do 3D, 3D shoppable rooms. Let's, let's do video. And like, you know, my thing was always like, okay, how are you going to get the traffic there? Which is what you alluded to, right? And so, you know, talk to us a little bit more about that, maybe through the lens of an Albertsons or some other, you know, case study example you can from the client side that you're seeing. Like, how did you take them through that educational process? And then, you know, how do you get around that issue too? Like you mentioned, you know, putting it on the website, you know, but I think there's probably other aspects to that too that come into it or come into play, I would think. At that point, you have to split into several different go-to-market strategies, right? Okay. Like retailers inherently have a, a significant volume of traffic because of the consumer transaction availability within their owned and operated asset. So, mm-hmm. you know, for Albertsons, when we were working through with their team, um, including Chris Rupp, their chief digital officer, mm-hmm. their feedback to us was, look, we want to not only become the Pinterest of food, but we also want to offer the most enriched entertainment platform relative Mm. to the freshest seafood in meat and vegetables, um, uh, cooking classes, cooking lessons, um, everything, anything and everything that pulls in the most kind of enriched video experience we can provide. And and that's where it all starts, right? It's not static display images anymore. It's video. It's the ability to tie together the entire open web. So right. okay. our goal is, next question. Okay. yeah, it's, it's building an infrastructure that includes the entire open web across digital publishing. So think through the lens of Hearst, Condé Nast, Group 9 and Pop Sugar, Penske, Evolve Media, my previous business, et cetera, which, you know, from the standpoint of digital consumer content engagement, I think has fallen somewhat behind because most video still lives in a long form environment. It still lives in a 300 by 250 video player. It's not mobile first, swipeable, et cetera. So our ability to take, you know, publishing content or direct to consumer shoppable video and live stream content and synthesize it and power it across one another. So a fluff.co execution on their owned and operated website can, and and it all starts there on the owned and operated asset. It then powers out into our globally connected publishing ecosystem. We can simulcast anything into the social channels. Um, and, and that's the ability to drive traffic and conversion at scale that I don't think anyone else is really able to do across the open web right now. Well, okay. Let me ask you something then about that. Cause you said something to me before we actually started recording that I thought was really interesting too. And, and when I hear you say what you just said there too, 
like it makes me wonder like is live streaming even the right way to describe this in some ways because i mean that's a sexy topic but what you're really talking about is you know a 360 for and i'm thinking about this on the fly so forgive me but like a really 360 degree approach to how you get this content in front of people the live stream is one aspect of it but i gotta imagine the recorded aspect and the playback of it's just as important so like you know, how do you think how piece that apart for the listeners in terms of where live streaming really fits into this conversation? Yeah, great question. Um, it certainly sits as a component, but I think, you know, from a, a true digital transformation perspective, hmm. if you want to sit at the forefront of, yeah, uh, you know, digital consumer experience across engagement and conversion, you've got to be providing the entertainment experience that lives in perpetuity on the site first. Yeah. And that starts with the content that's mobile first swipeable enriched video um firework has a full content creation suite we give the software to our partners and their video editors so that they can create their own video assets we have an ai that takes long form video reads the arc of the story understands the facial expressions and distills it down to a 30 second mm. short vertical rendering wow. of what it saw and we've also got a pre-existing content portfolio of about 2 million short videos that all of our partners can tap into that is sub-verticalized across cooking, fashion, beauty, et cetera. So that's probably less applicable to publishing and more to retail and D2C because most of those folks don't have a pre-existing short video content well or long-form video no. content well. Mm -hmm. So it's giving them that library. And, and again, it's building that entire holistic content solution short video solution, shoppable video solution and live stream. That is what brings, I think, the full package and end-to-end -end platform solution that most enterprise level businesses in particular are looking for. Um, and, and that is what I think is driving not only our partnership with Albertsons or the fresh market, for instance. But the fresh market is one that I know you have even been surprised at firework by the response that you're seeing. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've seen there? It's the conversion that is what's most exciting. Um, right now we're driving about a 39% increase in conversion with the firework video <laughs> solution compared 39% compared to Do people are people like something's broken here. This is not working right. Like we are the reporting so squad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we're, we're maximizing the views in that we've delivered about 4.2 million video engagements in three weeks. Um, uh, the click through rate on the homepage is 5.4%, which is Jesus. incredibly strong. And that's exceeding digital banner CTR by 25X, yes. which you know is, is I think an important stat. And we've, uh, from an increased time spent on the Fresh Markets site with the content that we've deployed, we've come up about 177 hours and you know 1600 plus hours of watch content in three weeks. So it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, and that's pre, that's phase one. That's not even like adding the click to buy into that video. So I think that those numbers are going to only expand further once you can start to apply that next phase to it, I would imagine. Yeah. And, and that's certainly the intent in what you will see relative to um, partnerships like that, which we've got with the fresh market. That's just calculable from the work you're doing with them through the content you're measuring with them, right? That doesn't take into account the fact that people are engaging longer watching more video on the side or probably returning more often, maybe returning and not interacting with the content, but still purchasing, like just creating that kind of 
virtuous cycle that potentially is going on in the background here right. too. That, that, that uptick is all kept out of those numbers, so to speak, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, we are constantly striving to quantify like the ancillary data points associated with enriched shop retainment through the lens of short video, shoppable video and live stream. So, you know, again, I can't, I can't say this to our prospect partners enough. It's the ability to deploy an enterprise grade end to end platform that encompasses all of those pillars across content, short video, shoppable video, live stream, all of the backend infrastructure and technology that goes into supporting that um, is, I think, probably what Firework is most proud of building relative to our B2B um, retailers, direct-to-consumer brands, CPGs, and their agencies and holding companies. Well, and not just proud of, but um, you got some investment recently from somebody who is also very proud of what you were doing. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that too, Jason? Yeah, why not? Um, we could not be more proud to have taken on strategic investment through Amex Ventures. Um, uh, and, you know, we, in working through with, with American Express, I think one of the most gratifying pieces of feedback to us was the, the diligence that they've done on this market. And looking at all of the closed social app-based ecosystems, looking at every live stream technology that exists in the market from a point solution perspective. And, you know, having MX Ventures see firework is transforming the everyday consumers and businesses globally. And that we're building an infrastructure to power the next generation of digital shopping and e-commerce experiences is so humbling. And, you know, that I think we're really proud of. Well, especially to have a payments provider and investment company, like so intertwined with this too. Think about changing the world as taking payments. Yeah, exactly. For video. Right. Right. Yeah. I I would say that's kind of a nice, a nice uh, person to have in your ring. No, we look, we're, uh, we agree with that. And, and as I think through the lens of not only, you know, the, the payments piece, it's also, you know, being able to influence and build into and enrich the digital consumer experiences, engagement and conversion of 10 million merchants that are a part of the MX Ventures portfolio. I'd love to hear too, um, how, how retailers can kind of phase into this. Cause you mentioned that earlier that it doesn't have to be like the all in one we're going, like Chris was saying, we're going all in for live streaming. It can be kind of like a phased in approach. The benefit of what firework is built is that our, across our engineering teams, our product teams, our content teams, et cetera, we can work extremely quickly and efficiently to deploy the technology. So well, and prove out the ROI too, I would imagine. That's accurate. And and so if we take a step back and think about tech and deployment, I would say, you know, that's probably step one that a retailer or direct consumer brand would think through like what are the resources required internally to deploy a a fully re-architected digital consumer experience. And you know, the benefit to what Firework has built is that it literally is one line of code um, uh, to deploy. We can re-architect an entire digital consumer experience mm-hmm. for an enterprise-grade retailer with one line of code, which is patented. And that's a piece of the technology. And that's, you know, for to, to kind of talk through the tech specs, it's mm-hmm. less than 70 kilobytes of weight. It loads in less than 200 milliseconds. It's incredibly high resolution. And in that is where usually the conversation starts, which is how hard is this to deploy? And it's very easy. So that's kind of step one is we think through, you know, actual activation on site. We usually start with content and short video. 
whether it's firework that's producing it, whether we are taking pre-existing long form video and converting, et cetera, um, how are we going to build that upper funnel entertainment or shoppertainment experience that enriches you know, the digital consumer engagement across that particular property? That would be step one. Often step two, I would say, is the shoppable component where we are enabling you know, the ability to click within video add to cart, convert, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, you know, I would say probably the third and fourth components uh, are actually live stream. And then, and then obviously the retail media component. So it can be live stream first, oh, interesting. no issue, but, but for us, the live stream has to have a container to live in, whether it lives in its full, you know, iterative state of 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it is, or we cut it down into 30 second short swipeable mm -hmm. consumable bites and make all of that shoppable. Uh, most of the conversion associated with live stream takes place after the live stream, after right? Live stream. In the, in the, the two days to 14 days after the experience airs. So if you don't have a platform that's built to house that, that's also enriched with short swipeable video around the live stream, then you're selling that entire ecosystem short and you won't see the engagement in conversion that you're capable of nearly. So back to Ann's question before, and be honest with this then. So when retail- Did I go off track there? Sorry. No, not at all. <laughs> no, but like back to, no, it's great. Cause like back to Ann's question that she asked you before and be honest here. So like when the retailers are approaching you, do they approach you with that kind of education already in the bank and knowing that that's how this should be? Or do they just approach you and go, Hey, I'm really hot on live streaming. I want to live stream, like help us do it. Like where, where does the rubber meet the road on that? And in total right now across the industry, from your perspective, I'm glad you asked. I mean, it's multiple discussions typically. And, yeah, and right. it takes some education, doesn't it? Um, it does. <laughs> well, because if I think through the lens, you know, never to speak disparagingly of others that have, you know, no. live stream solution, et cetera. But if you think about, you know, closed app live stream ecosystems, they really struggle to gain traffic. Most yeah. of the numbers that we see are anywhere between like 30 viewers to maximum a couple hundred of a live stream. I think is very important yeah. to point right. out. Right, right. Yeah, well, you know, regardless of what the engagement metrics are, which are actually quite low, um, you can't drive conversion that way. And no. if you think about, you know, conversion and engagement in a walled garden ecosystem, like average engagement for an organic Facebook post is around 0.08%. And, you know, from a CTA perspective in conversion with firework, we're closer to four or 5%. So mm -hmm. that's a huge difference. Um, if you think about, you know, what is the median reply, reply rate on an Instagram story, that's about 0.02%. Whereas firework is closer to anywhere between three and 6%. These are wildly different metrics that, you know, we have to do, you know, I think a certain level of like education around mm -hmm. because one of the first things that retailers and direct to consumer brands and CPGs, et cetera, tell us is we understand that we have to take control back relative to digital consumer connectivity. Right. And that we have to create an entertaining experience on our platform that we cannot be wholly reliant or even partially reliant, you know, in a significant way on TikTok and Instagram, et cetera. Um, because A, we will lose control of our business and our connectivity to our digital consumer. 
B, we pay a huge Google tax associated with converting in those platforms. Mm -hmm. C, we don't have the access to all the first party data assets, which when you operate in fireworks ecosystem, all of that transfers to you in a dashboard in real time. So, you know, there's, it's a dialogue around what good looks like, you know, through the lens of the goals of that particular prospect partner. Um, But what we found is that, you know, the tech that Jerry and his team on the engineering side have built is, you know, very well researched and akin to what future state digital transformation should look like around on-site engagement, conversion, entertainment, et cetera. Well, and allows the conversation to even start because that's where a lot of it pauses too. When you're, you know, when you're talking about interfering with somebody's website, I've been on, I've been in multiple conference rooms where it's like, nope, we're shutting it down. Like not even going to listen anymore. It's not going forward. No, right. I mean, that's what I think I love about this. And is like, we've got one of the sexiest live stream, quote unquote companies on our podcast. And he's sitting here saying, you know, live stream is actually the fourth element that you need to yes. consider in this. I think if, I don't know if I was third or fourth, Jason, I apologize, but you know, you, you went through the, the rubric by which you needed to think about this from a deployment standpoint. It was really the fourth or fifth thing that you got to within that discussion. And I think that's really important for retail executives listening to this conversation yes. right now, who are hopefully going to reach out to you guys and engage in this conversation. So they come into that mindset ahead of time before those discussions begin. Yeah, th- thank you for highlighting that because we, we think it's super important too. You know, mm-hmm. the the digital consumer engagement strategy, especially around entertainment or shop retainment and conversion has to be holistic. And, it, you know, it, it it's about content. It's about the short video and shoppable video components that will drive engagement. It's about the live stream component that will drive enhanced conversion anywhere between 18 and as high as, 30 plus percent, et cetera. Um, it's the interactivity of the live stream in the audience's, abil- audience's ability to engage within that. And then it's the ability to take that live stream and have it live in perpetuity on the owned and operated asset, as well as simulcast across the entire open web. Firework talks about, you know, it's built. You just explained how it's built for the future of the internet, where things are going, mm-hmm. web 3.0. Like, what does that mean now if if retailers and brands are starting to engage with you for these this first few phases? What does that mean for what's next? And where is Firework going next? Payment will be a big piece of this in that, okay. you know, the, the removing the barriers to entry and the paths to conversion. And then as I think through, you know, what the future state of conversion around like loyalty and how we work with the consumer data consistent with our partners, um, uh, that is an incredibly important component because we, if you're thinking through the lens of an agency or a holding company and the ROAS component in return on ad spend, it's fireworks ability to work in partnership with our retail partners in just their consumer transaction data, map that to the videos and live stream that we're showing to our audiences and be able to tell a CPG and their agency, this person saw this video at this time and did add to the cart and did not convert, added to the cart and did convert. And, you know, from, from a retail media perspective, that's really powerful. So those are, I would say like glimpses into the first half of this year. Um, all right, Jason, I got, I got to get you out of here on this. I wasn't, I, I had no idea I was going to ask you this question. Um, I but can't. I just want to go, I'll just go with it for a second because <laughs> see where it takes us, but I want to put you on the spot a little bit to close us up here. Um, 
you know, there's been a lot of hype around live streaming. I think we keep using that term. We almost put it in quotes at this point. Um, you know, a lot of projections about where it's going to go from your perspective. And I think I know where you're going to land on this, but I just want to see, cause I think I might land in the same place. Would you say that that talk is overhyped, underhyped or properly hyped at this point? When you think through the lens of data, that's, um, yeah. it's that's the right answer, right? It's not live stream. It's actually what you're talking about more broadly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, a, it's creating a better experience for people and yeah. that fundamentally is probably where fireworks sits at its core. As mm-hmm. we think about like, and that's the B2B2C component, right? Mm-hmm. And if you think about the B2B aspect of our business, as we talk about driving wildly enhanced click-through rate and engagement um, uh, and video session links, et cetera, time on site it being 10X what it was for some of our partners before. And then the conversion piece, I think that live stream, um, particularly again, when you blend it with an enhanced experience around short video, shoppable video, shop retainment, and all of the infrastructure that goes into building that mm-hmm. is only in its infancy. Yeah. Um, I do not think that we will, you know, replicate Alibaba in Western markets anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Most of the digital consumer engagement and transaction from, from, you know, a pragmatic and philosophical perspective, like takes place on the open web, on a retailer's site, And it's the ability to tie that together. You know, sometimes when I think about Mm -hmm. what Google did so long ago for information synthesis um, Mm -hmm. online and across the internet, Firework has huge aspirations to become the, you know, short video platform that supports the entire open web and then connects Mm -hmm. it across contextually and demographically relevant video live stream conversion and then far beyond that so yeah. it's a really exciting time for our company yeah, yeah and so like my takeaway is it's actually underhyped when i listen yeah. to you talk and that's my big takeaway from this whole conversation it actually feels underhyped when you put it in the context that you have which is about short form video building the infrastructure to have it proliferate the web experience we know today but also the web experience we're going to experience of tomorrow yes and that puts it in a whole nother perspective to me which is why i love doing this show because yeah. it blows my mind every time and we always have these epiphanies like right at the end it's always like in minute 20 to 30 you know <laughs> like i don't know why so hopefully if you're sticking with us you're, you're you're hearing this epiphany out loud but i think that's damn important man but yeah Hey, I, that, thanks for that. I'm glad you answered that question. I'm glad I asked it too. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked it. Thank you. <laughs> Jason Holland, President and Chief Business Officer of Firework. That was wonderful. We learned so much about how retailers can expand their digital offerings to their customers through all kinds of content, live stream content, but just, just basic content right Short on its own. Video. Short form video. Um, if people want to find out more about how they can get in touch with you, uh, maybe see you at NRF. What's the best way for them to do that? Uh, you can go to our website, first and foremost, firework.com. Um, okay. uh, you can send me an email, which is jason.holland at fireworkhq.com. Um, and you can also find me on LinkedIn. Awesome, Jason. That was great. Yes. And for everybody listening out there, everybody attending NRF, please be careful out there. This special NRF podcast was made possible through the support of the following sponsors. Cleveron. Cleveron is a full-service package handover partner offering in- and outdoor locker solutions to retailers and grocers worldwide. Cleveron has more than 13 years of experience and partnerships with the biggest names in the business. Head to Cleveron's LinkedIn page to get in touch with Cleveron's representatives here at NRF. 
and Scandit. Scandit's smart data capture platform helps retailers delight customers and automate store operations through unmatched speed, accuracy, and intelligence. From the shop floor to back of house, retailers can move processes onto smart devices while boosting employee efficiency and retention. Scandit also enables great customer experience services like Scanago and personalized promotions to enhance loyalty. And finally, Firework. Firework lets you implement shoppable short-form video and live stream commerce on any website or app on the open web. Why rent a kiosk in someone else's bazaar when you can have a storefront of your own? Take back your business, take back your brand.